Yo, this is episode one of the Lonely Stoner Podcast. It's Tyler Jackson and your boy Blake Maps. What it do, what it do. And uh, we come together to inform y'all of what's going on or whatever else is going across our minds at the moment. But give different perspective on it as we often do. Uh, with that being said, since this is the Lonely Stoner, we figured that today's episode, with it being the first episode... We would just discuss the first time that we got high and what we learned from it and the experience out of it. Or I guess just the craziest time we got high. Yeah. It's just, it's just many, many experiences, bro. Very. Yeah. So many I can think of. But, uh, shit, man. Starting off, Blake, what you got, bro? Man, I remember the first time I actually wanted to smoke, man. It was before I went to school. It was my freshman year in, uh, in high school, man. And I was living in Houston. I was just living in Houston, and um, whenever I was, um, I was I had a best friend that actually lived in my neighborhood, and he was actually selling weed around the school. So when he was selling weed around the school, he was like, "Hey man, tomorrow, man, you know, school starts at ten fifteen. It doesn't really start at ten fifteen. Most of the time, it started at eight fifteen. So we'd go and." He'd be like, "Man, let's go in the woods, man. Let's go smoke out there in the back before we go into school." In the woods? Yeah, bro. So we went to go smoke in the back of the woods. So. <laughs> It was before school, man, and nobody saw us, man. And he had dipped the uh, he had dipped the blunt in lean, supposedly. So mm. he told me. And when I had smoked that and walked inside of the school, I didn't know what I was doing. Was that the first time you smoked? That was like the first time. The like, very you smoked your first blunt was a yeah, lean. Yeah, it blunt. was. It was please. So it was so bad, man. It was really bad. And I walked into school, man, and. I could tell, like, I was in math class, actually. And it was Coach Clark, and he was the coach for the football team. And he was looking at me. He was like, you okay, man? Like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm all right, man. He was asking me for the homework. I was like, I don't have it. I don't have the homework. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, don't, I don't have it. I'm sorry. And then I told him, I said, hey, I got to go to the nurse. Went to the nurse, went to sleep. I went to sleep in the nurse's office. <laughs> when I woke up, bro, the day was over. It was time to go home. Oh my god. <laughs> so you smoked a lean blunt, went to the nurse's office, fell asleep. For the rest of the day, rest of the school day. Mm-hmm. And did not wake up. What about yours, Tyler? But uh the first time I smoked or the craziest yeah, I would say craziest. Uh, the crazy experience I ever had while smoking was probably uh, when I was very early to smoking. I was probably like 18, 17. Actually, I was 17. And I'll say the craziest time was probably graduation night. Mm-hmm. I had uh, went to my uncle's house and basically uh, he had he had a pretty big bomb. But uh, I was kind of new to smoking, but the weed was definitely really, really good. And uh, I remember, like, I hit the bong, and I was wearing a sweater. Oh, no. <laughs> and I started coughing, like, really bad. 
And then there was this one time where I had smoked up with my uncles and I was just super giggly. I couldn't control myself. I was every stereotype of like a bad trip, but in a good way. <laughs> man, honestly, I think that's totally understandable, man. Like, just because you don't know what to expect from your first ever time doing it. And honestly, I feel like your first time, you're just so in denial. You're just so, like, you don't know whether you feel it or not until, like, I feel like you actually do it again, which is really terrible. But, like, when you do it that first time, it's kind of just like, I don't feel like I really am. I don't know if I really am. But then, as you keep carrying on, as you keep doing, like, more in the quantity, like, you definitely feel it. definitely feel it a lot more. Yeah, man. And honestly, I'll say that uh, my relationship with marijuana... Although it did start when I'd say when I was like 15, the very first time that I tried it was walking home from school. Uh, we, I smoked like some corn, wow. like corn quality. And for like for those that don't know, corn is just, I guess what you would call swag or just bum ass Reggie, but just shit weed. And basically, uh, I remember I had like a pretty, pretty shitty headache. And, like, it went away once I kind of took a puff of that, but it also came back very quick. But at the time, I didn't know I was smoking Reggie or even the quality of weed I was smoking. All I knew is, or for the most part, or what I thought, was I smoked weed. You were feeling something very different. Yeah. Definitely. I understand. I went home to my grandma's house, because my grandma lives right behind DeSoto High School. And uh, I brushed my teeth very intensely. Of course. You try to get it out. Absolutely. <laughs> and from there, I didn't try it again until I was like 16. And then I didn't really like start indulging in marijuana until I was like 17. Like actually going to buy your first. Yeah. Getting purchasing. Yeah, like back then, I used to buy like probably like a gram or two. And it lasts me because I wouldn't like I could smoke a joint, but that joint would last for a while because I, I was so new. I was a lightweight. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to lie, part of me was kind of like just doing it because, I mean, it was out of all the drugs, man, like that seemed like the least harmful. Yeah. And from to my understanding, it was a plant. And albeit, even though I was a teenager, and I can't break you down, I can't break down like the science of marijuana or THC itself. I'm a little like, like I know a little bit about it, but not enough to sit here and lecture anyone on it, or be, even be like a uh, pro speaker for marijuana legalization. But I am like an advocate for it because I have seen the effects that it can take, which is yeah, and definitely the. Uh beauty inside of it man because I mean it's grown from the earth and that also being said you know it's it can resolve a bunch of solutions yeah and solutions that you know some people may not have but most people do you know like let's say so anxiety or maybe even pain you know like you know I remember um, I've actually listened to a couple on um, radio stations and this guy was talking about how Ricky Williams he used to be a running back in the NFL how he used to be, as soon as he got in the NFL, he used to always say pro-weed. Weed is so much better. 
and weed would be so much better because the NFL would try to prescribe you different drugs that were so much more addictive than marijuana itself. And harmful. And you know what I'm saying? And like stuff that, that can really be like dangerous to your body. And like, with that being said, you know, it's gotta, like if you're, you know, smoking marijuana and you're like, you know, just for pain, not necessarily a need, I don't see a problem with that. And I don't see why anyone would get pulled over or even have like an issue with the problem, you know? So what's the, what's the most you've smoked in one sitting? And why? You know, um, this, this, I was also living in Houston and I was living around my cousins and, um, shout out to Malik. Um, Malik, I love you to death. And I was with, uh, I was with, uh, Chuck too also, my cousin Chuck. And man, Malik just started rolling blunts. Like I was playing video games with Chuck. We were playing 2K in the living room and Malik was just on the phone rolling weed like i'm talking about that was my first time actually being close to weed like actually just like seeing it being rolled and seeing how much like he had on him i'm pretty sure he had a whole ounce on him because we smoked i want to say 15 blunts he rolled 15 blunts 15 fat blunts i think they were a little skimp maybe possibly they could have been skimp at that point there, it was my first time actually looking at it. So when I saw 15 blunts, I was like, damn, Brandon, this is 15 blunts. Yeah. You know, like this is a lot of weed, I feel like. Absolutely. Because how can you roll this much weed without, you know, it's got to make sense. But he rolled it and we smoked it all like throughout the night because oh my, my aunt was gone and we smoked it. Like, it's so crazy because I was just with it. I was just with it. Like, I was just like, this is my cousins. Like, I'm with them, you know, like. I'm with them smoking, and we ended up smoking all of them. Swishers? Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much tobacco. It was a lot. It was a lot of weed. It was crazy, man. Bro. Impossible, I feel. See, like, luckily, thanks to my uncle, I was introduced to marijuana. And thanks to my friend Christian as well. I was introduced to marijuana in a more like healthier consumption via like vapor vaping it Mm -hmm. and like the first time i ever really tried it was i say it was with my friend christian and uh he had like a what you call a magic flight lunchbox vaporizer Mm -hmm. and it looks like a real cheap like contraption that like you can make outside but you would put like a peach of weed and i mean like a pinch of marijuana in there and you close it, it would have like a little plexiglass top, and you push the uh, the AA battery in, and it heats it up, wow. and it vapes it. And then from there, the next one that I tried was with my uncle, and it was called a uh, Pax vaporizer. And like, Pax is a pretty good like brand vaporizer, not that we're sponsored by them or anything, but from personal experience, Having the PAX 1, the PAX 2, and the PAX 3, it's definitely been like, like definitely back, yeah. worthwhile vaporizer. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, the grandmother going back and like going to like craziest times, I'll say is like, my uncle had what you call a volcano vaporizer from a company called uh, Stores and Bickle, which I believe is like a German company or a Swedish company or something like that. 
Dude. What this machine does, Blake, is it takes like I think like 0.5 up to like 0.75 of a gram. You set the temperature and it fills this giant bag full of nothing but like THC vapor. Wow. And just a bag. You can just. A bag full. Oh, wow. Bro. That's, that's ridiculous. And you just inhale it all. Yeah, like I'm talking like medium sized trash can, bro. And, uh, dude, you hit that shit. Not only does it get you high as fuck because you're getting like over 90% more, like, of the THC or just overall of the plant material itself, but you're also getting like the better quality, like, it's tastier, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was introduced to marijuana that way, and then slowly I learned how to roll. My stepdad showed me how to roll a joint, and uh, I just kind of fell in love with joints, man, over blunts and swishers and everything else. Right. Just yeah. because, uh, well, just for a simple fact, like, you could buy a pack of papers for like $2.19 or something. Yeah. You got 24 leaves in that pack. But you buy one pack of Swishers for a dollar. It could be your last dollar and some change. And you get those Swishers, and what if they're dry? What are you going to do? That's true. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if they're going to rip, or you don't know if they're going to tear. And that's why papers and were always the shit to me, man. Yeah. And I didn't start realizing that until after I started, um, I guess, started looking at more people smoking weed. I remember I would look at YouTube videos and I would see Wiz Khalifa smoking weed all the time. Because Wiz Khalifa, you know, obviously, you know, smokes so much weed a day. Like, <laughs> insane amount. But I would see him rolling joints all the time and just seeing him just smoke it. And I'd just be like, wow, he is smoking it very healthy. But, like, you know, he's just enjoying it. And all honesty, like, I mean, obviously he has the money to do it, but... In mass quantity, he's doing it. Like, he's doing it real safely, and he's enjoying himself. Like, <laughs> simple as that. It makes somebody feel comfortable, and it really does make you feel comfortable inside of your body. Like, I've never understood the hate behind the plant, to be honest, just other than what I've heard. And I don't know if it's necessarily true, but really it goes past marijuana and goes more toward the plant hemp. And how hemp is so useful for so many things. Like, you can make clothes, you can make products, like, for your skin. And then, I mean, it can be used as, like, an alternative to fuel. And, like, I can't remember what year, but back then, like, the paper company shut it down. Because it was also an alternative to, like, paper and stuff like that. And when they illegalized hemp, they illegalized marijuana. Like, it went way overboard. From what I understand. Wow. Don't you quote know, me on this, man. This is a very, very bad history lesson, but somewhat true. Yeah, you know, if you read the facts, you know, you, if you see it, if you speak it, it's gonna. You should, sure, bro. For sure, man. Because there's no reason it should be illegal. It's really no reason. I, I understand it all. But. And it's legal in other states, too, and that's what I also kind of don't understand about how Texas I mean I guess because of Mexico is it because of Mexico no is, it, is that the main reason why it can't it be because of Mexico bro 
because they, they, I, I feel like they think weed is just a gateway drug to other drugs. Yes. Just to get inside of America. And it's not because, it just cannot result in because of it being Mexico, man. But do you honestly think that is the case, though? Because, I mean, some cases, not all the cases, but some people do try weed. And if we're, if we're being honest, like, I think people only use it or say it's a gateway drug when they use it as an excuse. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, why do you have to blame weed? Like, blame yourself as a person, as a whole. You didn't just try weed. You tried multiple drugs and you decided to go past weed. Right. You know what I mean? But there are some cases where people have tried weed and they've gone into other drugs from that. And I can understand if they choose to use weed as an excuse. But it's not a gateway drug, you know? No drug is a gateway drug. Once you take a drug, I mean... It's more so your decision. Yeah. You, you thought about it, doing it in that moment. So whether you, whether you want to either feel guilty about it or not, you, you know, you did it in that moment. You weren't thinking about it. You just, you just lived it. You just really just did it. Yeah, and I'm grateful that we live in a time that it doesn't have, like, the stigma that it used to have back then, even in, like, our younger years, because we're only, like, you know, like, 26, and you're about to be, like, 24. 24. yeah. So, I mean, you know, in the early 2000s, like, we didn't necessarily have, like, a negative perception, but it was more associated with the thinking of, if you smoked weed, you're a loser, or... You know, and that's not necessarily the case. Like, yeah, or more so if even people just be like, "Oh, drug free, just be drug free." Like, they was promoted so so much in schools, and you know, I would never think about drugs really until I actually saw drugs. Like when I saw drugs, that's when I actually was like, "Oh gosh!" Like, they're right there. Like this is, like this is an illegal substance that someone can go to jail for if they have it on. Yeah. Cop sees, you know. Yeah. And me looking at it, I'm just like, what makes it so illegal? It makes me wonder what's going to happen. It makes me wonder, you know, what it is. Like, what makes it so bad? What makes it so illegal? Yeah. And it's just the curious, I believe, in in humans. I mean, I, from my, for myself, I know that I, I can be selfish at times and not even think about myself, but just do it. And just doing it is not a good solution or not a good it's not a good issue you should just honestly just be yourself and just sometimes you know I feel that honestly like your mind can feel a different type of feeling whenever you're in that moment looking at an illegal substance but like when I was looking when I saw my first time seeing cocaine in my face oh my god I'm not trying to make a confession right now or anything, but my first time looking at cocaine, I never did it, but I I saw cocaine next to marijuana, and I just, I was just like, I would much rather have the marijuana than that right now, you know? Like, and I was just like, I'm going to take the marijuana, and I'm going to (laughs) leave. So that's what I did, you know? Like, after that, afterwards, when I tried to go purchase some marijuana, I was like, nah, bro, I don't, I don't want any cocaine. I don't. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, man, like... Just want some weed. <clears throat> I, uh... I... 
I remember going out with my friend Luis and Diego, and we were hanging out with some people, and this one dude had, like, cheese on him. Which, okay, if you don't know, cheese is, like, heroin. But, like, I remember he just, like, offered, like, he offered that shit, like, as if it was, like, normal. But I was just so appalled. That he would even offer it to you. Yeah, because like, it's like, dude, it. yeah. What the fuck? Like, that's so disgusting, you know? Like, wow. It was almost like blasphemy to me, man. And uh, by no way do I say that anyone should be curious into trying any synthetic or man-made drugs. But as far as like marijuana goes, it's always appealed to me more than just getting high. It's been like a vice mm. in a sense. And uh, it's kind of always been there for me when I've been, like, low. Like, there's this one time I remember me and my mom kind of weren't on the uh, best terms. And my uncle picked me up. And that's when he introduced me to the packs. But I just remember, like, sobbing like a little bitch relentlessly crying hard <laughs> because uh, I shouldn't be laughing about it's it it's kind of dark right. but uh, it, it was it was a shitty situation man looking back at it but I was just crying unnecessarily and the thing is is like my uncle I remember like before we knew that we like the other person smoked, we were just very careful. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, curiosity just kind of got the best of me, and I asked him, "Hey, have you uh, have you ever tried weed before? Why are you asking?" Well, uh, I was just wondering because you know I smoke, but don't tell nobody. Like, don't tell my mom. What? Oh, yeah, and then, like, that's when I got introduced to, like, more of, like, just knowing about, like, vaping and stuff like that with weed. Huh. But. Man, that's, it's crazy, man, because I never, I never would have thought that back then that weed would be not even such a big part of my life, but even just, um, like, just a reason for me to even want to do it because it just makes me feel good inside. It just makes me feel comfortable. And, you know, not that it's a need. It's just, you know, really just, you know, recreational, I want to say. You know, just often. Not even, you know, of course you go to work every single day. You know, wake up, you know, you go to work. But when you get off, I feel like, you know, you deserve a little... Like, hit the joint, or hit the same as... Or even even a bomb. Drinking a beer, you know what I mean? Like, it should be looked at in the same manner as that. Or whatever anyone's vice is. As long as it's done in modesty. Now, don't do anything that is potentially harming those around you, i.e. your family, or whatever the case may be. But as long as you do things in modesty, with respect, and honestly, like, preservation... And then just with those other, like, with other people in mind, then, hey, man, power to you. I'm not an advocate for drugs, but as far as for marijuana, 
I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it, and I don't think anyone that does it should be judged in a negative sense. Of course. It shouldn't be. Because, honestly, it's up to it's up to really yourself. Yeah. Whether you really want to do it or not, or whether, you know, you do it, you experience it. You know, some people, they have different experiences, different perspectives on it. You know, some people are pro-weed, some people are, you know, anti. And it's just sort of just like... You can live how you want to live. It shouldn't be really an issue unless someone is being harmful. You know, I, I just I just feel like if you're doing something sort of like weed inside of your house, private, <clears throat> not necessarily private property, but on your property that you pay for, and it's just you know you know you air out your place. You know you're not it's not stinking up everything, but you should be, be respectful. Able to, you should yeah. be able to. Just smoke some, man. Like, if you're drinking, don't be leaving beer bottles around. And if you're smoking, don't be... Like, respect your place and take care of your... Like, take care of it. And I think that just comes down to priorities, you of know course, what I mean? man. It's not like I'm out here drinking and driving. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah, don't really, operate heavy machinery. It's really ridiculous. Because when I'm at home, like, I want to sit back and chill. Because I just got off of work. I'm not about to head anywhere. I'm about to, like, sit back and relax. Absolutely. You know? I'm about to chill. And that... that Makes, that makes me going to calm down. It makes me relax throughout the, the night. And you have that right as an American, man. And so does any, everyone else that... I don't want to say that lives in this country. Because, I mean, I think it's a God-given right to kind of de- like de-stress yourself and relax. And as long as it's not harmful to others, I mean, I think you're entitled to that privilege. Because we have to be able to unwind as human beings, man. We have to decompress and you know let it out in a sense man of course for sure definitely because you know man it, you, whenever you get older <clears throat> you start getting more and more curious about other things and you start wanting to want to do more things with, with your life I feel because you, you just see yourself as being something so much bigger and that's what honestly I feel like my mind has been at. I just know that like my worth is so much more. So like you should you should try to chase more. You know, want to get more. You know, that's how you want to get by. You know what I mean? And that's just been it's really how you got to get through. And I really feel like smoking weed. You know, it's probably one of the not the least of my problems, but anything that can benefit me throughout like throughout my day or throughout my life. It's relaxing, really relaxing. Yeah, man. Like, I honestly think we can sit here and talk about all the benefits, like medicinal and like recreational, that the drug marijuana has, or the plant marijuana has on us, I should say. But at the end of the day, man, I think we have to be capable of teaching people to be able to, like, just relax, man. I don't think enough people relax in this world. At the end of the day, they should really look at the research and really understand that, you know, if someone is definitely drinking alcohol and definitely alcohol is definitely really it's 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 way more dangerous, I believe, yeah. than, than than marijuana, for sure. Hey, and, but you know we can't judge, man. You know, I, I don't wanna judge at all. You know, I understand people they have different quantities and, you know, they have different, you know, people, you know, you don't, their tolerance levels are lower. Yeah. But I'm just saying, too, that if you have never, 
actually sat down, thought about just hitting a joint or even thinking about hitting weed, you, you should sit back and just, just, just try to find a hookup, find a, find, find someone that can get it for you. Trust me, you know, it'll probably change you. You'll build a connection that you never know. Absolutely. If you are in a uh, state where it is legal, recreational, or medicinal, I do recommend uh, trying marijuana at least once in your life because it's one of those things that it's not necessarily a drug as much as it is a medicinal herb. And people often have had this long negative stigma with marijuana, but over the time like now we <clears throat> are more open-minded to it and more accepting to it of our culture also man i'm grateful of that man i'm grateful for guys like seth rogan snoop dogg uh cheech chong <laughs> who else we got yes Woody? man sure i would say wiz khalifa wiz khalifa for me. like whenever i mac was miller. mac miller <laughs> Sure, for sure. Who else could I say? I could say even maybe the Migos. Yeah. Like they like smoking just in every video I've seen them. Hey, we're missing, <laughs> uh, I can't remember that one group. Oh, Cypress Hill. What the fuck? Oh, wow. Insane than a membrane? Dr. Green Thumb? Maybe get high. I'm sure there's so many other vocals. Absolutely. Man, Big Sean. Like, oh, dude. Know. Yeah, uh, man, I think Jenny Aiko, YG, <laughs> all of everyone, you know, they take a puff every now and then. Absolutely. Just a little puff. They can't, you know. I mean, I understand if children aren't around, you know, hey, you know, run your, run your kids. Of course, of course you're not going to do that. But when you're outside and when you're just like around your homies or you're by yourself, I might, may take a little hit from a joint. Just leave I'm on a... I'm in California, and I'm chilling around, you know. But see, that's the thing, man. Marijuana has evolved, or just getting high itself has evolved. Like, if we're talking in the marijuana umbrella, right? It's not just smoking weed anymore. It's hitting oil pens. Hmm. Hitting dabs. Yes. You and I are both experienced in hitting dabs. Yes. How was your first time hitting a dab, like? Be honest. First time hitting a dab. Um, first time hitting a dab, I was I was working at Buffalo Wild Wings, and uh, one of my good friends I worked with, his name was David, and he uh, he made the dabs, and he uh, he he didn't. I don't believe he made the dabs the right way. Oh, no disrespect, David. Love you, man. But and he would make the dabs, and we would hit the dabs, and I would have a headache. Oh, I would have a terrible headache. After I did it, my first ever experience trying to do it, uh, I believe the way he made it was definitely like, it was a tough way to make it. And it was really bad. It was really bad. Like, I did not like that at all. I used to not like it when he offered it to me. But I've tried different wax in the past too, and oh man, I've had that shit just sit me on my ass for sure definitely with you yeah dude we uh we've taken quite a few dab hits oh man our residents i remember that day when we went to cedar hill you came and picked me up at my at my uh my grandma's my grandpa's i was just chilling you were like 
And you want to go to the mall? I was like, yeah. I had just got me a dab pen. And you just grabbed some wax and you put it in your pen. And we were hitting it on the way. So we were just out of there. We were actually hitting it out in the open, too. We really did not care. But, you know, it, it, it shouldn't have mattered anyway, even if someone were to see it. Because we weren't harming anyone. Nor were we bothering anybody. Right, no, 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 right. no, 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 I'm being dead serious. <laughs> if I'm outside, like, like, if I'm smoking, like, come on, man. I'm chilling and I'm not bothering anybody. I'm to myself and it's going out. It's vapor. True. Like, come on, man. Like, I think it should be looked at as the same way as when people consume, like, tobacco. It should have the same limitations that of course. cigarette smoking does. Of course. But, um, dude, when I hit my first dab hit, like, I remember it was with my friend Brian, and we were in my car. I saw him get the fucking torch. Mm. And <laughs> for those of you that don't know, what dab is, is just concentrated weed that gets you extreme. It's just extremely potent. Let me just say that first. But Brian takes this little spatula looking deal. It's a little tool. Almost looks like a metal toothpick almost. And he scrapes it out of uh, he scrapes like a little piece out of it on wax paper. He heats up a bong but it has a uh, like a nail on it or whatever. And what a nail is, is basically just the attachment that people use on a bong for uh, smoking dabs, or hidden dabs, I should say. So Brian heats the nail up, gets it red hot, wow. says count to ten. <laughs> <laughs> a real one, a real one. He takes that little piece of uh, wax that he scooped up on the spatula, drops it on the nail, and says, all right, bro, hit it, hit it, hit it. I, I begin to hit it. And then he puts a, uh, what it, what's called a carb cap. And what that is, is just to keep the dab in and help get more smoke out of it. So he's like, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. And I hit it. And I get it nice and milky. Oh, wow. So then I remember he takes the whole thing off. I clear it, and it was so clean, bro. Yeah. For like a good three seconds, <laughs> and after that, I began coughing. Oh yeah. I began sweating. My friend Brian abandoned me. Oh. No. He was like, "All right, bro, I gotta go. <laughs> I need to bathe my dog." Which he has a Chihuahua. And it doesn't require a lot of work to bathe the Chihuahua because they're small dogs. But I appreciate what he did to me now, but I don't. I really don't. So I had to go to uh, Big Lots. Oh, oh, wow. Afterwards, and Big Lots is a small store, and the reason that I was going there was because I was looking for a Married with Children mm. box set. Married with Children was like my favorite TV show. And I went in there, and I did two laps around that motherfucker, nervous as shit. I thought people were looking at me. I was high, and I just remember it was like, 
with the dab, it was like the high was just elevating, and then it just got to a point where it stayed so high, I ain't never been that high before. So, like, it was like, if on a scale of 1 to 10, I was on 15, and I just stayed on 15. So, I walked out with Twizzlers, a Pepsi, Mm. and... I think that was it. I didn't even like get the fucking box set that I went in there for. I didn't even remember about the box set. <laughs> but I remember eating those Twizzlers and drinking that Pepsi. And that Pepsi, when it hit my tongue, it was just so refreshing, bro. That's something and one thing that we will do definitely, I've noticed for sure, is I'll go grocery shopping. And I'll try to get things that like I know that I need, and yeah. I'll get some random items, some real random things, and I'll just be like, you know, hey, I'm gonna eat this later. Yeah. I'm gonna eat this, and then you know, whenever I bring it up to, you know, my girlfriend now, she'll just be like, I think you're crazy. I don't, I don't understand why you're thinking that. But I'm like, I'm gonna eat it, you know, because I, I pay for it. And food got an expiration date, you know. So, I de- like. I definitely don't recommend getting high and going to the grocery store. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good idea. At all. I agree. Do with not you. do that at all. It's not good. Definitely go there sober. Um, you know, just yeah. You or know, at least with a list. Yes, and yeah, you know, some people I've gone to imagine. I've come to imagine that when I was younger, I could handle myself being out in public, being absolutely out of there, being high as ever. But as I got older, I've just realized that ah, uh, maybe I don't want to see myself doing that all the time out. I agree. Necessarily in the public eye, everywhere I go, and you see, know, I just want to do this really just privately and really no one really within my home, it, you know, judge free. You know what I mean? Like I don't want anyone knowing about my business or anyone even suspecting that I do it because it's just really. Like it's really comfortable just to just hit it, you know. Just every now, every once in a while, man. Especially if you can. Bro, I uh, I agree, man. Like I kind of just don't like smoking anymore. Just kind of like irresponsibly, as much as I did when I was younger. But now that I'm older and now that I have a child, I'll say that I've learned to do it in a controlled setting and controlled environment that doesn't cost me anything. You know what I mean? Definitely. definitely. Because it's not worth getting busted. I mean, you face the same risk with it as you do with drinking. You know, if you drink too much and get behind the wheel or if you get high too much and get behind the wheel, it could be a bad time potentially. Definitely. And it's not worth it at all. So, I mean... To most people, I say do it in modesty. Don't sit here and be one of those people where it uh, the drug kind of costs you more than it does like it does to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Only for the simple fact that it's uh, it's not that crucial, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, know, in life, man. In life, people have different priorities and different things that they want to accomplish and different things that they want to do and sometimes people's different thing they want to do is you know maybe smoke a little joint here and there right. maybe even on the weekends you know if they really want to do it really be that 
consider like conservative about it because I've come to realize that when I was younger, of course I used to buy, oh, I'm gonna buy a half and a half is technically 14 grams, you know. Hate to bring it to you, but you know, that's the weed game that I know about. But. And, and see, that's their thinking now, like in 2021, now that we're grown ups, you know, and I know some people personally, like speaking, I won't say who, but I do have some people in my life that just kind of valued some drugs. And I don't want to sit here and say it was just marijuana, but that's what it was ultimately blamed on. But they let some drugs control them to the point where they sold or they stole things and sold them like unnecessarily. And the thing even about that that's disrespectful is, I mean, it's disrespectful to do it to someone else, but it's more disrespectful to do it within your family. You know what I mean? To your family. And if something has you like that, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's gambling, whether whatever it is, you know, you should. that's when you got to realize as a person that it's not only affecting you, it's affecting others. And that's not cool. At all, because if if you're um, if you're allowing a drug to dictate how you feel and dictate your view on your life, everything, I feel like that's just totally and just just it's just not it's just not right. It's just really not right. You just shouldn't. It just shouldn't be depended on. And I understand that sometimes people overuse it. And definitely, you know, addiction is definitely real. You can definitely get addicted to a substance, and it can kind of be that's it. It doesn't even matter if it's weed. I've seen people have addictions to weed, and it's very hard to stop. Dude, nowadays, people have addictions to fucking Fortnite. Um, Not just Fortnite, but mobile games, you know. Mobile games are super notorious for, like, like just making you want to buy into whatever currency they have in that mobile app to proceed to the next level or whatever the case may be. Or just even when video game developers do it, it's just a it's a nasty tactic, man, that I hate to see that we gotta go through as a society. It's crazy it's crazy 'cause I've seen like I've seen people in my job actually play like uh there'll be like this bejeweled, like bejeweled kind of game or like I think it's a bubble game or something like that and like I'll see every break they'll be playing the same game over and over. I'm like, man, like they play that game. They're trying to get past those levels. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when they get done. But people, you know, have different things they want to do, man. And you yeah. know, I, I don't want to. You know, I'm, I'm not judging them for playing that during their break time because that's their free time. You Absolutely, know? you're a human. Do what and, you need to do in order to get through the day. And that's not the point I'm, that we're making. But like, if it has you to the point where you're spending, it's one thing to spend a little bit of money on something. But if you're spending hundreds of dollars on a fucking Fortnite skin to impress your friends, really think about the value in that. And it's not worth it. Or if you're sitting here spending a, like, I don't know, $500 on a fucking ounce of weed, really think about it. Is it worth it? Honestly. And that's honestly where we're at now is we buy things in what like quantity over I'm not gonna say quantity or quality but we'd rather buy things in bulk where it lasts us longer. We don't sit here 
with the mindset of a teenager where we just buy like an eighth or whatever the case may be. But even with everything else, man, I encourage people to buy things when it's on sale or when it benefits them, not benefits the company. You know what I mean? Of course, man. Because. Like, if you do have an addiction, help yourself. But, well, fuck, that sounds horrible. But anyway, like. Maybe not help yourself, just. I would say, if anything, believe in yourself and don't necessarily have to rely on it. Don't ever rely on the substance to make you happy. Don't ever rely on a feeling, you know, just for it to bring you happiness for that period of time. Because eventually, you know, you you, you can't do that, and you know, you're not going to be able to do that, and it's not really good to have it because it's addictions are terrible. Absolutely, I've seen it in the worst, and it's really bad. Even if it's like a uh, sex addic- sex addiction, or um, a chemical dependency addiction or whatever the case may be like really think about how it affects the other person you know what i mean like if you're sitting here if you're one of those guys that like take pleasure in like running through women i mean i'm not gonna judge but at the end of the day you gotta think about how you're hurting that other woman on the other side and how that's gonna affect them in the long run and if that's going to make them I mean, it's not your responsibility to take care of that person, but, I mean, shit, at least leave them in the state that you met them in, which was a good enough state for you, which should be at least a pleasable enough state for the rest of the world. Don't sit here and wreck a person after you be with them. Of course. You know what I mean? Because your addiction, because you want to sit here and run through women. Anyway, I'm getting too sidetracked. I'm getting off topic. But the point is, is addiction is harmful very harmful but still hey what's up baby? smoke some weed absolutely you better pick up that fucking joint this is I the know you see it. It, I know you see it nigga hey man I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna say uh, weed over everything nothing stupid like that but definitely hit a joint once in your life and calm yourself down Cause shit ain't that serious, man. We just sit here and make it serious, but we gotta sit here and really think: Is it really worth it? At the end of the day, it's not. Well, my name is Blake Maps. Now, Tyler, I appreciate you for having me on. Of course, always. It's always a pleasure. Whenever me and you are together. Yes, sir. In a setting. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you too, bro. Thank you. More importantly, I appreciate everyone else that's taking the time out to uh, listen to us while we sit here and try to understand the world and everything that happens in it. But as usual, have a good day. This is the Lonely Stoners. I'm sorry, Lonely Stoner. And uh, we are out. Have a good night. Peace out there.